What's good? What's good? This is Hector Oliveira, and I'm with the man on a mission to find nutrition, the Polynesian Papa of Pump, the Lion of the Islands, Big Body Say, Say Say Liua, Say Say, what is up, man? How are you? I'm good, player. How are you doing, man? I ain't complaining, man. I'm blessed. Abundant life. I think it's definitely important to take the time to thank the people that are, you know, listening in on what we're talking about. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Anybody who takes the time to listen and, you know what I mean, give some feedback even. Yeah, I'm having fun with it, man, you know. Um, but yeah, I just want to thank all of our listeners. We, we got some list of listeners kind of all over the place. We got them out in Argentina, Brazil. We see them in Australia. We see those guys. I see you, Australia. We got, I think Hayward is actually our biggest market. You got family in Hayward? Who do you know yeah, in Hayward? <laughs> I do have family in Hayward. There you go. Hayward's My actually. Auntie, oh, wow. There cousin. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Thank you for listening to us, and we appreciate the support. But what we're most excited about is today we're going to cover a few instances where sometimes the fitness industry can go a little too far to make a dollar. Certain products kind of feel like they prey on the lack of education or the lack of insight with uh, the fitness consumer. They also kind of prey on the emotional component behind why and how the consumer make a purchase. So you say, how would you explain the crazy wacky fitness gimmicks that are out there? You know, just off top, I feel that you got to filter out what's really a gimmick. You know, in the entrepreneurial spirit, I really respect the fact that people can see their idea to fruition. You know, in that sense, I don't like to take anything away in that sense. Uh, that's, that's definitely, there, there are schools of thought for everything. Let's say, say, what if sometimes that idea is just so damn ridiculous and so damn blatantly gimmicky that all you can call it is nonsensical, non-fictional, non-functional, and downright non-fitness? Okay, so today it's either going to be shit or fit. Is it bullshit or will it get you fit? Yeah, we're going to cover all that and so much more on today's episode of Talking Some Muscle. Welcome to another episode of Talking Some Muscle. My name is Hector Oliveira, and I'm with Mr. Cece Liua. And today, we're going to talk some nonsensical, non-fictional, non-functional, and downright non-fitness products. Cece, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, Hector. How are you doing today? I'm ready to freaking drop some sweat all over this fitness podcast today. Finally, we're covering something about fitness, man. We did a lot of... uh, different episodes involving pop culture sports even professional wrestling up in there but you know one thing i want everybody to to recognize and one thing i i think we should all recognize is that fitness kind of feeds into you know all things sports and movement related fitness is kind of everywhere yeah i mean you can keep going down the line movie you said it right there it's a job cameraman you gotta hold you might have to squat and hold the camera you know you gotta hold the microphone above your head Keep it out of the shot. Takes muscles, you know what I'm saying? So you could be a cashier, bagger. You better be fit enough to do that. So everywhere you look, there's a little kid just trying to get swole. Especially if you want to be flexing hard while you're carrying that backpack in the gym walking off. Uh-huh. That's you know what, what I'm saying. saying. It's, that's carrying. all it is. <gasps> this is just uh-huh. a constant readiness, bro. Like, 
Are you ready for what? How much are you ready for? Like, he might be swole, but can you outrun a flood? Can you outrun a river? Can you outrun a chihuahua? My father was a mailman for 20 years, man, in Thousand Oaks, man. He got attacked by two Rottweilers, bro. Holy hell. How did he come I out know. of that? Did well, he have to he punch shot him dog? with mace and it didn't work. Damn. And then he said, I know, man, this guy is swole, too. And he, one of them took him down, and the other one came and got him. And, like, one of them got the jaws above the top of his head, he said. So he had to, like, use both hands to try to just make sure the jaw didn't crush his head, he said. And uh, the other, he said, he just said at one point he had to just let the other dog get free bites all over him. So yeah. he got like 50 stitches in his arm. So, you know what I'm saying? If that's not a prime example of where fitness comes into play, if dogs are attacking you, if, if you're just doing your job and something happens where you need to invoke upon the deep-rooted power of defending yourself physically, fuck, man, you got to be some kind of fit. Otherwise, you can get your dick chewed off. And speaking uh, and speaking of getting your dick chewed off, the fitness industry is a place where you can come to market with a product that can get people to buy it based off of their emotion. And it's by asking a simple question. Hey, do you want to lose 50 pounds? Hey, do you want to get super buff? Hey, do you want to be able to play sports at a high level? Whatever it is. Yes. Well, I have the product for you. And that's how it all starts. But you know what? Sometimes it doesn't end all that well, right? Yeah, you're right. You know, because you hear that 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 disclaimer that comes, and I feel like I need to make a disclaimer too, because I don't want to get it twisted. I want to call this at least a financial fitness episode. Like this is fitness for financial, because people are out there worried about one thing: the money. Maybe not necessarily your health, so they come out with a product that comes as target to get your money. All right. So just just with that said, I I get that. There's an idea of making your ideas come to fruition, and I'm not taking anything away from that. That's beautiful. That's entrepreneurship. That's building something. But if it's not intended to make your health better, more so than it is for their money, I think there's a problem. So I want to undercover all. I want to uncover all that. Like functional or is it junctional? It means it's junk. We're definitely going to try to steer you in the right direction, like Sase just said. But we're also just going to come out and give people shit for their product because sometimes you can put something out there that is just egregiously blatantly positioned <laughs> to pull money from your pocket and not give a damn whether you lose a single pound that's right we're going to uncover some of the what the fitness shit that exists within the fitness industry and yeah. some of it some of it is right under your nose in your very own health club and you don't even know it so we're going to help you locate all these fitness functional or fitness junctional items as Sese once put uh, we're going to do that in today's episode, but first, get off my porch. We got a little bit of re-racking to do. All right, this will be a quick re-rack, Stacey, because I, um, I don't think we need to, to dig any deeper into that Hulkamania episode. We did the best we could with the time we had. Granted, the wrestling industry is multifaceted, very entertaining, and for those who want and thirst for more information, I suggest you just look up any wrestling podcast. There are so many of them. And all of them are fun and entertaining. Find one that you like. Don't hate on them. Participate on them. Just go ahead and pop wrestling podcasts into whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Hit play. Subscribe to them. Subscribe to us if you haven't done so already. Right, Stacey? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's exactly fuck. right. Just Hector, subscribe. you're right on the money with that. If you're yeah. out there and you haven't subscribed yet, you need to really take a good look in the mirror and ask yourself, do you or are you even talking some fucking muscle bro no promo 
so the re-racks of one of many last week, but we're only going to do this one uh, because I rushed through this part of the podcast last week. It was uh, Hogan's return to professional wrestling in 1994. This was after the Thunder in Paradise. Remember when we talked about Thunder in Paradise? Yeah. What the happened? show with the boat. Well, uh, he came back in 1994. Uh, Eric Bischoff, the lead producer for WCW, he was filming his wrestling uh, television show mm-hmm. at the same place that Hulk Hogan was filming Thunder in Paradise. So that's where the connection started. But they brought Hulk Hogan back as a babyface. They brought Hogan back as a babyface, not a heel. And he stayed a babyface for at least two years until they turned him heel. He became a bad guy in 1996. So I kind of worked past that quickly. I said, you know, they brought Hulkamania back and then they turned a bad guy instead of putting, you know, putting that timeline together. But you know what, motherfuckers? We just didn't have enough time to go through all that. I love the attention to detail, though, Hector. I mean, re-racking is re-racking, but you got to get everything back. Like, don't leave the chalk out. Don't leave the rubber bands out. Roll your mat up. Whatever kind of gym you got, I don't even care. You need to face the damn signing sheet the right way. That's a good catch, Hector. I didn't even think about that. Thank you. I used to call baby face booty face. That means you shaved your face. Like, if you had, if you came to school baby face, you had all your face shaved and smooth like a baby's butt. Just might as well call it booty face. Smooth. <laughs> Like Gary Coleman. has nothing to do with wrestling, but I'm just saying. So, professional wrestling and professional wrestling fans, I'm officially re-racking that. Anything else? Do we have anything else to re-rack from last week? Any, any other cleanup to do? Perfect. Nope, I think we're now. good. Now that we've re-racked all of our shit from last week that we left on the floor, it's time to... Muscle up, buttercup. Tighten up that core. Because what we are about to say just might hurt you. All right, and this goes out to a uh, to a special group of people that are entering adulthood, and as us old folk say, the real world. I am directing this muscle up buttercup squarely at the pimpled foreheads of the graduating class of 2019. You see all the kids graduating all out there in their caps and gowns, everybody having fun. You have any family or friends that have graduated? I think so. I got a lot of family, man. It's hard to keep track, dude. Yeah, I know. CTE. All right, so I'm going to keep this muscle up buttercup really short. I could dig into all the fucked up things that are going on with uh, the social media shit and with uh, the mess that our our politics and current governmental regime is doing and everything that's going on. I, I just have to put it real simple to the graduating class of 2019. You guys better be the best this fucking world has ever seen. Because between... What we're doing with social media and what we're calling real and what we're calling fake. All the way down to the music that's coming out. There was this guy on, I woke up and I checked my Instagram and there was this guy that was like, What's up? Did the baby take out my new album? The number one in the world. <laughs> called Baby on Baby. A Baby on Baby. How the fuck is that number one album in the world, dude? I'm glad I don't keep firearms close to the bed. Otherwise... It would have probably been the end of Hector Oliveira with that one little video. Mm-hmm. Oh, my new album, Baby on Baby. Oh, the baby. Baby on Baby. It's like, fuck. So, to the graduating class of 2019, take a long look in the mirror. Long look in the mirror. Point directly at yourself and say, fuck you. Because the world is about to do that to you right now in a big way. And you got to be the person that does it first. So you can grow that skin nice and thick. Go out there. Take on the problems and never give up because you're the hope. I'm going to keep fighting. If you guys fight behind me, I'll, I'll try to forge, burn away so that way we can make this world a better place. Let's make 
Let's make your lives the best life you can live. You guys stay in the fight. Don't ever think for once that it's time to give up or it's time to stop chasing your dreams or it's time to stop doing things that you love to do that you've always wanted to do. Don't ever think that for one bit. Don't let the world, don't let social media, don't let whoever's in office, whatever's going on in politics affect how you feel about the people that surround and make up your immediate community because that is what matters most. The people that you can reach out and touch and the lives that you can affect. So graduating class of 2019, you got a lot of shit in front of you that you're going to have to face head on. And right now I'm telling you to muscle up, buttercup. Anything you want to add to the uh, graduating class of 2019? Fellas, like, you know what I'm saying? Don't post on social media after you told your girlfriend goodnight. <laughs> she's going to be the first one on your post to be texting. Like, <laughs> oh, really? Wow. So, Why are you still liking all these pictures after you said goodnight? I can't believe you're liking like t- you like 10 pictures after you said goodnight. So, yeah, I was on my way to <laughs> sometimes li- I got to count likes to go to sleep. That's the new counting sheep. You got to count likes. Oh, like, dude, I've never heard you too woke. Like, dude. like and then you go to sleep just on your last like, uh, like and then it's like some girl doing pole dance stuff. That's rough, dude, because I actually I actually enjoy watching the art and the technique. And some of these girls are super strong. And they're just beautiful and graceful doing pole dancing. But when it's like the first thing on your feet wow. and you're at work and you open up your Instagram, because pole dancing is, it's not like, it's still very sexy and sexual. That's what it's supposed to be. It's an art. And I appreciate it. But and you're then, doing market research. We get it, right? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. the good thing if you re-put your soul right there, I heard. Sure. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know what I'm it takes a while to clear that kind of stuff off, man. You better start looking up other stuff, bro. Exactly. Well, it's, it's people that I follow <laughs> because I know them personally. I know a few of them personally because they were all... Uh, pole dance instructors at my gym that I used to work at. So it's like if I know them, follow them, they're friends, but all their posts are pole dancing and they're associated with yeah. all the pole dance and stuff. Then that's like the first thing that comes up on my feed when I open my phone. Let's say if I have a client or if I have somebody else that's in a leadership position with me and I pull up my mm-hmm. Instagram to show them pictures of my kids and the first thing is a girl's ass just mm-hmm. spread eagle on the Instagram page, on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a little bit of explaining to do. And that's when I go into my, oh, you know what? This is an art form. It is refined. Pole dancing is now a competition. And they are now okay. athletes. Sounds like a gimmick, bro. Let me just get myself out of hot water here because I, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I respect that. I don't think I could do half of the muscular feats it takes to do that pole dancing, but I'm not sitting here either. Like I, I'm saying the problem is if you feel, if you feel conflicted, I'm sorry. If we feel conflicted, and I think that's where the problem is. It's like, ooh, if that was embarrassing, why is it embarrassing? Can't you just say, oh, oh look at there's Sharon. She's a, she's a fitness instructor, pole dancing now, don't you? The other executive might be like, oh, I tried that class. I know her too. <laughs> exactly. I'm all for the pole dancing. If you want to pole dance for fitness, you go ahead and get that gimmick. Get it. So say, say you are so, such a master of segues. The fact that you brought up pole dancing being a fitness gimmick is going to go ahead and push us right into the main segment of our show actually pole dancing pole dancing let's do it (laughs) so let's let's go ahead and keep it rolling and we're going to talk some what the fitness gimmicks i know for you say say you you said earlier you feel like in the spirit of entrepreneurship it's good to get your visions out there and make it happen you know i've I, I can agree and, and come, I guess, meet, meet you eye to eye in some form, shape of the philosophy of 
you know, seeing your vision, your fitness vision, your dream, your product to help people out. Like you said, with a lot of fitness gimmicks, there's some validity and some training to it. Uh, pole dancing has a lot of calisthenics, body control. Um, there's gymnastics sure. elements to it, upper body strengthening, core strengthening. Not only that, man, you could turn a dollar out of 15 cents if you're really good at it. Turn out your Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. But that's a topic for another day. There are other fitness gimmicks out there that I guess kind of need to be highlighted and talked about, especially when you and I are working in an industry that is, for the most part, is service oriented. So we want to take into account the person that we're trying to help out and help them reach their fitness goals. So the fitness industry can be, I guess, very positive in certain aspects in that people are going to use it to reach their goals. But there's a flip side of it. There's a dark side. I don't want to say a dark side, but there's a flip side to where it is more of a cash grab, the latest and newest and brand new innovative tool that's out there. And basically what fun, crazy thing is going to get people to pull money out of their wallets. It kind of reminds me of this time where I met this guy named Jay Johnson. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he was a celebrity judge on a show, I think for the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. He was like their coach, their fitness personal trainer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I met this guy, like I was standing in line to get a coffee he came up behind me and he said, are you a personal trainer? I was like, yep. I was wearing the NASM shirt and he was telling me all kinds of stuff. Long story short, like I ended up having that guy come over at my house and we sat down and he consulted me in a, in a little bit of a way. He was telling me how he, he was like working with high level people like yeah. uh, in the administration of like the presidency and he was making 90 grand a month at one point. He said not to put his business out there, but you know what I mean? Like, dang, you should tell me these on how you could be so much bigger. He said, whether he said, it's all marketing, bro. He said, all of this is marketing. He said, don't ever give nothing away for free. But, um, that's a whole nother story. But he said, it's all marketing. We, so I, I used to, he was a ranger. He said, I used to train army rangers. I trained you anywhere, whether you're an 18 year old, 21 year old army ranger or a 90 year old grandma. If I'm, if I'm teaching my grandma, it's the same principles. It's just the marketing is different. So Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think that there is a hardcore evolution of fitness and a new tool comes out and it's worthy. But then I think that for the most part, we also got to say, like, it's just marketing, bro. Well, one thing when you look at fitness sales, and especially in, in regard to uh, products and branding, there goes the word branding again. We used it last week a lot. When you look at products and branding, there are really, I guess, three areas, uh, maybe four, three areas that you want to focus on when you're looking at uh, fitness consumption, especially at, at where, where the buyer goes to market and what's at market, right? There's, uh, in regard to personal training also, there's the fitness general practitioner, right? So if you're going to go meet somebody one-on-one and somebody has a general cert, they can handle anybody, you know, kids, adults, senior citizens. So there's the general practitioner, there's the specialist, right? So someone who specializes in sports training. So you have your specialty sports training facilities with, you know, turf and everything, even though everybody's trying to do that now. So that way they can, you know, acquiesce to what's the status quo of the fitness industry. But you have the, the specialists, you know, I specialize in Olympic lifting. I specialize in powerlifting. I specialize in sports performance training. I specialize in weight loss. But then what you just brought up right now was the fitness celebrity. And a lot of times the fitness celebrity isn't somebody who's too much of a specialist, somebody who's uh, maybe a general practitioner. They can be general practitioners. Maybe they can be specialists. 
But no one really goes to them because they specialize in a certain thing. They go to them because everybody else does or they have a large following. <laughs> so people will make decisions on training at or with or for uh, something or someone based on the fact that other people in a large amount are doing it. And that, that thought process is something that we can't ignore if we're going to talk about something like fitness gimmicks and products, especially on this episode. The one thing that comes to mind are celebrity crossovers. And um, we're definitely going to take a look at the celebrity aspect of the fitness industry today. I know the one that we could always bring up is The Rock. He's just recently, I don't know if you've been to an Under Armour outlet, but he's plastered all over Under Armour fitness clothes. He's been featured in multiple muscle and fiction magazines. I heard he's working on a new movie called Black Adam. Yeah, working on a new movie. But he's one of the people that, uh, from a celebrity standpoint, if The Rock is doing some type of exercise, then we're going to try to do it too because he's a celebrity. Look at him, he's big. Um, but as far I as... I that shit. Yeah, but as far as fitness industry celebrities that people will go to for workouts, that's when you fall into the Tony Hortons, right? There's your Tony Horton with the P90X. With the P90X. And what what else did he have? Beach Body or what was it? Yeah, Beach, Beach Body. Beach Body. Yeah, I love Tony, Tony Horton. Uh, another uh, fitness industry celebrity would be Jillian Anderson, right? And normally with these celebrities, what companies will try to do is position them in a in a production aspect to try to get to try to get people to buy a workout video, which is awesome. At home fitness, there are some benefits and some positives to at home fitness. I think everybody should have some aspect of at home workout. You feel the same way about that? What? Me? Hell yeah, I feel that way. I don't even I don't want to attach fitness to anything other than it's the it's the number in your book. It's the stat that you have. It's the it's the qualification that you walk walk around with that only you know about. Yeah, you should have home fitness. You should be fitness minded everywhere you go, bro. Like yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? You know. You Hope know that those, made sense. You know what those say? Sometimes these companies and these business decisions can go a little too far with how they're presenting their product. And today we're going to cover a few of those cases. The first one I want to talk about, I don't know if you remember this. I hope some of the people on this, if you don't remember it, then this is going to be a treat for people on the episode today. The first one that comes to mind is back in the early 90s, I want to say about 1991, a workout video was made with none other than good old Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah, right. We're going to look at the Marky Mark workout video. Uh, I guess we can do this a little oh. bit in watch along format because I want I want definitely some audio here. Um, did you did you get a chance to watch the video? You did. I did, dude. It uh, brings back memories. And as a matter <laughs> of fact, it makes me feel like history just repeats itself because I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot about this. And he was already the homeboy. Like the homeboy niche, like, yo, check it. It's cool to eat and sleep like Marky Wahlberg. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm out of five G's. Right. He said, he said at the end, he said, you, I, I can't guarantee it's going to get you six women, but it's going to get you something. <laughs> <laughs> right. He did say that. I can't guarantee it's going to. But it's going to get you something. But it's going to get you something. He was probably okay. So, so in 19, so he just got done. So 1991, 1990, when this thing was filmed, 
He just got done with recording or cutting that song. You got the good vibration. Huh? You know oh, he has not seen it. That was was that him? That was Marky Mark, dude. Feel, I, remember, feel I remember him from the Wild Side. The Wild feel Side. Feel the vibration. The wild side. You ever heard the Wild Side? I think I have. Okay, I'm gonna share my screen with you real quick so I can show you this. I can watch this guy one more time in his fucking eight pack. I'm just gonna have to go to the gym right now. Stay <laughs> there for a whole week. And his eight pack? I'm. I don't give a fuck about eight pack. All oh, right, no, see I'm that right Hayden, there? Huh? Let me make this. It's ten degrees food. cooler standing next to me because I'm throwing shade. Oh yeah, that's why I kick it with you. It's cooler because you throw a little shade. <laughs> All right. Likewise. So, so Marky, so Marky Mark or Mark Wahlberg was probably about fuck, dude. I don't know, twenty. 18, 19, 21 when he made this video. And I, I feel a little better about him, though, just so you know, because I'm sorry to interrupt, but I feel like I just recently thought he just barely got on a fitness. He was he was, he was was on a fitness back then. It almost looked like he led with fitness. So yeah. I, could, I could appreciate his game even more. He's been, he's been solid, thorough for the whole time. So we're going we're gonna to go in and out of this video. I'm going to play it and pause it. We're going to make comments as we go through. But this is fucking awesome. All right, here we go. Let's watch this shit real quick. On the leg extension, yo. <laughs> Fucking hate leg extension. I think it's a gimmick, dog. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. Marky Get this. Baby. baby oil's a fucking gimmick. Smarky baby. Here we go. Form. Focus. Form. Yes. Hitting the back row. Fitness. Just doing the row machine. Side crunch twists. He probably doesn't do all those for himself. He probably does some other workouts too, you know. It's form focused fitness. The marky the mocky mock workout. Here's how it starts, dude. Here we what? go. They spelled it wrong. Mocky mock. <laughs> mocky mock. You gotta wake up and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh man. How's it <laughs> Hold on, look at this guy's face. <laughs> he could, he, uh, so his personal trainer slash cousin walks in. Know, <laughs> Let's get dude. the fuck out of here. Describe him. What does he look like? Dude, he looks like your typical like '90s windbreaker with Adidas shirt on, black shorts, like gym shorts. Me? But then he got the yo, he got the Guido hair. He reminds Bro. me of like if a mafia boss or a mafia lord wanted to go out for a jog. Like this would be one of his leg legmen running next to him. Right? Yeah, I relate to these guys too much, man, because I feel like I wore that same outfit, man. <laughs> Let's keep watching this. Here we go. Come oh, on, let's go. <laughs> he was downstairs. He's making some shakes and stuff. Let's go. Fuck man, hate the whole nine yards. <laughs> it looks like he's got the Jerry Seinfeld hair, but I know he he reminds me of this one actor. I can't think of his name though from the eighties and nineties. Come on, let's go. Right. He was downstairs. He's making some shakes and stuff. Let's go. Fucking pancakes. Fucking pancakes. Fuck him. You gotta be eighteen to buy it. So when he walks in, he says, "Cousin Neil's downstairs." He's like, "Cousin Neil's downstairs." The Neil that he's talking about in that part where he's like, Cousin Neil's downstairs is a gentleman named Neil Spruce, who is actually uh, the owner of Apex Supplements. And while well, he was the owner of Apex before he sold it, then he went and did the same shit again with uh, DotFit. And it's his new company. For those of you in the fitness industry that knows what DotFit is and what Apex, Apex is a company that was pretty much a... Uh, I guess not subsidized, but they were in all of the 24-hour fitness gyms and 24-hour fitness trainers would sell this item. So the funny thing when I saw this video is that the owner of Neil Spruce, who I've actually been to several of his meetings, and this guy, so he owns a ranch in Southern California. His big thing is if you sell a lot of his supplements, he'll invite you down to his ranch and you could stay a couple nights with Neil Spruce. 
And uh, so he's one of the people in this movie, and I'll point him out to you in the next screen. Yeah, but yeah, you go stay a couple nights at his ranch, and you go horseback riding with him. And I guess the benefit is if you sell a whole bunch of his supplements, he's going to invite you to fucking kick it with him. Like, motherfucker, I don't want to kick it with you, dude. I don't know. I'm kicking it with Marky Mark right now. Sounds like a gimmick. Sounds like a gimmick, God. (laughs) It's definitely a gimmick. But anyway, his cousin comes in, and he's like, Marky, wake up. Cuzzo, wake up. Kneels downstairs, making breakfast, fucking pancakes, the whole nine yards. So, <laughs> fucking, fucking pancakes. Let's try to see how many different ways we can say fucking pancakes. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in a Mexican. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'll start in a Mexican accent first, ready? A Spanish accent. Here we go. Here's the Spanish accent. Fucking pinche pancakes. Can you do a Russian fucking pancakes? Fucking pancakes. <laughs> Uh, you come downstairs, I give you fucking pancakes or I kill you in the face. <laughs> I was like wondering how it sounded better. Yeah. So present day, Neil Spruce is like making tons of uh, cash off of personal trainers selling his shit to a captive audience at health club facilities. What is this, 30 years Get ago? Over, over 20 years ago, he's uh, with Marky Mark down in his kitchen making some fucking pancakes. There's Marky Mark's underwear again. There we go. Gimmick. Gimmick. There's Marky Mark's gimmick. <laughs> so let's, let's fast forward. Bad, I'm going to stop saying that. I'm going to stop saying gimmick early. It's just everybody wants to label everything something, but it's all in the same boat almost. Shoot. Tell me what's not a gimmick. What's it really working? Right. We're just lounging. You know, the, the biggest question people ask me is why am I doing a fitness video? You no, know, I'm a rapper, you know, but um, I've been into... This fool wow. says I'm a rapper. I'm a rapper. You have to learn in order to really key in on the, on the strong the, points, which is form. That's debatable, right? Him being a rapper? I'm a rapper. I am what I say I am. If I wasn't, why would I say I am? That's what Slim Sadie says. So, Neil Spruce is this guy. That guy right there. See him? That's Neil Spruce. <laughs> he looks so out of place. He's so out of place sitting next to... Definitely looks like the accountant. So, so how out of place does Neil Spruce look? He definitely looks like the accountant. He's not compared too far off, though. I mean, Mark, Marky Mark just maybe needs to comb his hair. He's, like, right back up there. No, what he looks like is, like, super stressed out because, you know, they had him in, a, like, a, uh, like a, a pre-production meeting going, hey, make sure you hit the uh, format of the workout is the next step. All right, you have to talk about the next step. And you also have to talk about how it's scalable, how everyone can do these workouts. All right, Marky? Is it okay if I call you Marky? He's like, no, fuck you. You can't call me anything. Give me the fuck out of it. Just pay me and bring the bitches in here so I can work work out with some fine ladies, fine females. You know what I'm saying? He did, though. He did. That sounds probably about right. He looks so stressed out. And he's also reading a cue card. You can see in his eyes. Look at that. He's fucking reading cue cards. And the funny part about all this shit, too, is on all the transitions... He says, pow! <laughs> so every transition, did you notice that? Every transition he does, he goes, pow! That's a good smart editing technique, I guess. I don't know. That's. I just hate how he stretched first. Like, I mean, yeah, stretch, it's important, but we actually, I like to do abs first. Yeah. Warm so up they, or something. So they go into the static stretching. Before the home workout and before the gym workout. So we could turn it up a little bit. Man, stretching's a gimmick, dude. like, pow! <laughs> <laughs> his, did he just say his cousin's name is Jizz? Hold on. 
females know that the ex son edible to them. Hey, y'all cuz, what you gonna do, man? Hold on, yeah, he said his cousin's name is Jizz. I actually, so I actually took the time to go in and, uh, and check the IMD for the words and stuff to this part. But he enters and says, yo, what up? This is the Monk D, Cock D, Stretches. What in the fuck does that mean? What in the literal fuck does that mean? Do you, have, do you know what that means? And I'm not. He said, this is the Mark, 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 Mark Wahlberg, Monk Cock Diesel Stretch. <laughs> what do you not get, bro? <laughs> cock Diesel Stretch, the Monk D, Cock D. I think what he's saying is that there are men and women there that can do it. I think that was the translation. But he's got his mafia yeah, uh, leg man, Everybody mafia back. leg man back to do the stretches. Listen to how he does the stretches, dude. This is fucking great. This is something which called a straddle stretch. That's right. Niffles already knows how to train. No. So he kind of flex towards you. And you want to just kind of lean out in front of you and feel that hamstring stretch right in the bottom groin area. <laughs> right in the bottom of the groin area here. You don't feel it. You got some great stretches. Get some great stretches. Like, so where, are the, where are the ladies in this video at now, you know? Yeah, exactly. Where are they? That's just the, an egregious e- example of using celebrity to try to peddle a fitness product. And the worst part about that is Marky Mark doesn't even feel, he doesn't even, I don't even think he wants to be there. I, I encourage everyone to actually go on to Daily Motion, no promo. Go on to Daily Motion and type in the Marky Mark workout video. If you're a fitness enthusiast and you want to get a good laugh, just take a look at this video. It's the best thing ever. Especially with the uh, fucking pancakes, his cousin doing the stretches. And every cutscene, every cutscene, Marky Mark coming in saying, POW! And it, and it definitely doesn't age well because of how just inappropriate, slimeball aggressive he is with the girls. He's like, he's like worse than the perverted uncle at like the graduation party. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, should, he was like, I felt like he was going to get slapped. Dude. <laughs> Probably should have. POW! <laughs> you did it too, man. That was funny. <laughs> so that's the Marky Mark video. What are your thoughts on that, man? What do you What do you think about the Marky Mark video? Um, is it I think is it that... is the Marky Mark video functional or junctional? What would you say? Surprisingly, again, I'm with the entrepreneur mindset. I'm going to go ahead and give this one a functional, and only with the contingency that if you're watching this, you better be. On a, on a bike or on a treadmill or doing your little jog or something. Like, you got to mix this with Cardi. You can't just sit around and watch this. Otherwise, it's a complete waste of time. So it registers high on the comedic value, in my opinion. And, you know, it just gives you a little motivation just looking at all the hard bodies anyway. So yeah, a little, bit, little bit functional. If there's that's a surprise for you, Hector. If, yeah, you know what? They do a good job at saying that there's a home workout and they, they go into a gym workout. The best part, though, like you said, though, is at the very end of the video when, or the very end of the workout video series when he's in the hot tub with the six ladies and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> what were his exact words? What did Marky Mark, uh, what did Marky Mark leave us with at that moment? Yo, the video's over. I'm done working out. I showed you the gym routine. I showed you the home routine. Now, before you see this next scene, you got to rewind the tape and watch the workouts one more time because this is the payoff. Me and my assistants, we're going to mack in the jacuzzi for a minute. And as you can see, they look good, <laughs> like always. But remember, you gotta go out there and work hard, stay focused and get that payoff. Might not be six fly ladies in a jacuzzi, but it'll be suck. Bird is born, we out, 5G's, peace. He said, I, I can't guarantee he's gonna give you six ladies, but 
but it'll get you something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, he's like, I don't know if it's going to get you six fly ladies, but it's going to get you something. <laughs> it's going to get you something. <laughs> Pow! Uh, Pow! Yeah, they splashed it, though. Pow! Maki, what's up, lady? Uh, some of the other workout videos, too, man. I wish we could just watch this whole video, but I'm going to save people for that. Some of the other workout videos where he's doing the one-on-one workout with a girl. And he's like, I, yeah. like the way, I like the way you spot me. I like the way I like the way you come over oh and spot me. You know what's funny is if you actually go into IMDB and pull up the quotes, and of course I did, you, you stumble upon some funny as shit. So before we put a put a bow on Marky Mark's workout video and move on to the next thing, I'm going to cover up some of the, the Marky Mark workout quotes. Actually, you want to know what's a quote in the movie? Pow! That's a quote. <laughs> That's a repeated line. Pow! Mark Wahlberg says, you know, I like being in shape. I've, I've accomplished a lot, you know. People always ask me, you know, about running around in my underwear and trying to sell my body but i think i've accomplished a lot i have a lot to be proud of so you know why not share it with people yeah. here we go the best ones are when he's working out with the female workout partner here female workout partner my turn mark Wahlberg. yeah i'm gonna figure out a way to spot you and then talk pow and talking to a female assistant while doing push-ups. Show him how to spot me, baby. Female workout partner. Well, Marky doesn't need a spot, but if he did, then she places her hand under Marky's belly. <laughs> Marky Mark says, oh, that feels good. And then she says, and the female workout partner says, just help right there. And he goes, I do need help, though. I do need help, though. Let's see, another one. <laughs> so Mark Wahlberg finally got to the fun part turns to look behind himself. As you can see, I'm macking by the pool with some fly honeys. <laughs> Pow! Thanks for sharing those. So that's so that's the mark. That's the mark marky mark workout. For those of you who want to get a good one in, cruise on over to Daily Motion and check it out. Pow! Alright, so our next fit, fitness product we're gonna cover and give you some advice on whether it's fitness functional or fitness junctional. Is the one and only Jawser size. Let's play this video. Coming for your money. Money. I'm gonna go ahead and say fucking it's functional like a motherfucker, dude. Look how buff this dude's face is, though. He's got muscular face. He's got the facial fitness. There's a click here to order now. You know why? You know why? Um, I kind of like have to give it a pass, even though as much as I'm like, this shit looks so dumb. I have to give it a pass because I always say to somebody, like, I always look at somebody's jaw, like, if I'm walking to the street, if their jaw looks like I could knock it out, right? Like, that's just a little test, like, yeah. mainly when people come to me and say, oh my gosh, dude, I'm scared, I'm like, this fool is so big or something, like, I'm scared, I don't know, it happens all the time, bro. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, but he don't work his jaw out, do he? I always have said that, all the time, yeah, but do he work his jaw out? Because this one, uh, this one Samoan cat, oh, he told me that too, he said, yeah, but he don't work his jaw out, though. And I was like, you're right, you don't. True. But then there's some people, and like I always say Brock Lesnar, I was like, damn, he kind of looks like he does work his jaw out, though. So the jaws are size is like a piece of rubber, like a little piece of rubber ball mold that you can boil and mold it to fit your bite. And what it does is it trains your bite and it trains. So it just looks like a little rubber ball with a mouthpiece in it. 
that you just fucking chew on. And the guy who invented it, I guess he's from Hawaii. So he's no from problem, Hawaii. I mean, so does that even pull weight in your decision? Like, I give him a pass because the brother's from Hawaii, bro. He's from Hawaii, from, bro. From Hawaii. Give no, him no, a pass no. a little bit. No, I think he's, I think he's just uh, presents it like he it's He looks like Amer- George St. Pierre. Yeah, he, he does look a little like GSP. <laughs> I don't even know the price of the. How much does he sell them for? I'm not sure. It better be twelve ninety nine because it looks like there's a three set, but it looks. It look, I get it. The entrepreneur side. How can we work this mass setter muscle out? Like, is there a muscle we know how to work out? Well, fine. Like, fortunately, when I was going, like, even to this day, like, my, my dad cooked some very good beef jerky. To this day, I even get some beef jerky. You know, just to abide by my own rules. Like, do he work his jaw out? Sometimes some good beef jerky work your jaw out, bro. So the inventor is a guy named Brandon Harris. He kind of went viral just because of the sheer ridiculousness and lunacy of the product. But like I said, it's like a little purple high density rubber ball in there. I guess they're two different densities, but it's designed to train your bite. And all you do is chew on this thing as it hangs out of your mouth. He even has a necklace that attaches to it. And say, so say you went ahead and gave it the thumbs up of, of legitimacy for fitness product about change, training your jaw a good thing but you also have to look at the other side all the other issues you can have with training your jaw or overtraining your jaw there's tmj there's you know tension headaches you can have a lot of other issues training that bite too much and, and it's not even to say it's going to help you not get knocked out because who says it's trained in that manner i think you have to right. do a sideways move but i don't even think that maybe have anything really to do about getting hit in the sweet spot but yeah. i think I it think was the, uh i think the best functional way not getting knocked out is to not have someone swing at you that's probably the best way Ooh, you know what? <laughs> that means no, let's, listen to, let's listen to Brandon Harris try to sell us the Jawser size. Here we go. Aloha, guys. Brandon Harris comes to you live from Maui, Hawaii with a little facial fitness. Oh, it's man. Okay. All right, I'm going back to Junctional. All three Jawser sizes. Jawser sizes. He's either high as fuck or... You'll never be able to open your mouth again. Do you understand? You're gonna have the rock solid mass of muscle <laughs> and the orbiculus aureus. Right in there, the frontalis muscle, all that so tight. You got the facial. Be... Yeah. It's the re- the be... recognition of the facial is gonna be so on point, brother. Aloha. Aloha. But the best part about it is you're gonna be talking uh, like the droopy dog. But I don't think you want to miss out on Jawser size. <laughs> That's the beginner oh level. You gotta work your way up to the Marlon Brando. Seven muscles in my face, neck, and head. True game changer, and guess what? It's designed right here in Maui, Hawaii, produced in Oneida, Tennessee, coming to you with an American-made game-changing product. We'll also be giving away a couple hats tonight, so stay tuned. I'm going to start out with, since of course I've been training all day, I have roughly 3,000 reps in. I'm going to. Uh... Motherfucker chewed on that thing 3,000 times. Here's the thing. Yo, he has a little. <laughs> He has Damn. a little necklace attachment too. You can you can hang it from a necklace. But think of how that thing is gonna fucking smell, dude. Like just hanging from your neck, huh. filled with saliva. Like even if you wash it out, like, can't even borrow it. Like it's gonna be, be yeah. <laughs> hey, I know you want to try out my jaws of size. Here you go, give it a shot. Goodbye, it's like, a shot. It's a shot. It's good. Let's see, here we go. Let's see if we can get him to do a demo. Here we go. Uh, give the subscription with our level. 
level three, you boil them bites of fit, tongue depressant plate, designed to tone and strengthen your tongue, throat, neck, help align the jaw. I mean, the tongue just gets so strong. It's, it helps clarify your speech. It helps. Yeah, can you pause it right there? The tongue is so strong. <laughs> Sign me up, dude. Sign, Sign me, up, me up, bro. This is in the wrong market. He's marketing it all wrong. He needs to. He needs to just come out and say, "Hey, if you want to go ahead and tongue punch the fart box, so so <laughs> so hard it knocks them out, then you need some yeah. facial fitness with the Jodger's eyes. Learn how to yeah. Learn how to tongue punch the fart box harder than it's ever been tongue punched before. That I'm telling you. He also said it improves speech. Motherfucker, it hasn't improved your speech, so you're not a good example. But just not mine. I think actually he had an injury. I, I don't want to sound like a dick. I think he came back from some serious like injury with his face and stuff. So, you know, there's a story behind everything. We are discarding the story. Uh, and uh-huh. and I'm, <laughs> I tend to agree with you on the legitimacy of this, of this item, but it just doesn't seem practical. Like there's legitimacy, yeah. but there's also the practicality. Let's hear this full do it, though. Let's go. Things that you enjoy with your tongue, trust me, it gets better. Boil a bite to fit. Here we go. Oh, God, I'll get a nap. Zero calories, zero sugar. Zero calories? It better be zero calories. I'm not eating nothing. What the hell? Yeah, that's some breathing though. I wish I wish I could hear clients breathe like that on some sets, like breathe in and out like that. But I'm telling you, man, this guy could throw some different ads at different sets of people. Like that's funny as hell, Hector. Zero calories. Pow. (laughs) Just listening to that reminded me of something that my brother Michael kind of turned me on to. I mean, I'm not turned on to it, but he just kind of brought it to me. It's it's a internet phenomenon. Because there are so many of those. I think the internet itself is a fucking phenomenon. But it's the it's an internet phenomenon known as the mukbang. Mukbang yeah. is, uh, well, I guess I'm just going to have to play a video for you guys instead of actually talk about it. So, But I heard it's to die for. I think it's a gimmick if you ask me. It doesn't sound like a nice thing either. Mukbang. Like nobody would ever want that, you know? It sounds like something like a SWAT team would have. I need a mukbang! Like, you know, coming through the door, mukbang it down. All right, Stacey, so since this is your very first time watching a mukbang, and as I said earlier, it was uh, my brother Michael delightfully shared it with me. I'm going to go ahead and give the gift that keeps on giving. But the way I want you to, to view and participate in this mukbang, as Michael pronounced it, I want you to play a little game called verbs no nouns right you're not allowed to use a pronoun or a proper noun not a pronoun not you're not allowed to use a proper noun to describe uh what's a proper what she's doing or or what or who she's doing what with basically so it's a a female i don't know so it's called verbs no nouns you can only use action or describing action words to uh to get this to get this show on the road but we're gonna go ahead and hit play here on the mukbang Mukbang. Sounds like a grenade. Okay. If it wasn't for that pink, uh, you know, vegetable-looking thingy, I, I would think this is a science experiment because that shit looks like something I dissected in fourth grade. <laughs> and so, so what is what is she either, doing with her fingers yeah. right now? It's it's so high depth. It's unreal. Oh my gosh! It's so juicy. It's 
slurping. Man, I hear something sizzling, but I don't know what it is. Those things are alive. It's like, man, they're they're like moving. They're like groovy, groovy, just wormy. Okay, it's like put them in a bowl or a. a Putting some juice on it. Okay, I like that. <laughs> Went from science experiment to maybe like, you know, meal prep. I mean, I'm not grossed out, but it's definitely something that's going to make you squirm. Squirm like it's doing right now. But I'm used to this. My father is from straight from Island Samoa. Even my mom likes this kind of stuff, man. This is definitely, it's very high def, bro. Like, she is, wow. Is she going to do that, really? She's going to... Oh man, that's not right. Poke it, poke it in its uh, blinky thingy. Flips it around in that hill. How good, but wow, you have to like, it's like slurping it like it's spaghetti. <laughs> it's like, that means, I feel like that's like a person almost. No! Where's it going, Jimmy? Man. You know what makes this okay is that. This thing doesn't have eyebrows, you know? It's like, you can't yeah. tell it's emotion, so it's just like, good. Because I would be very sad if I was that thing. Sitting around, sloshing around. My head is pulsating, just bringing And then my arms and legs are just flopping everywhere in this sauce. <laughs> and I just saw what she did to my friend, or could have been family, I don't know. For it being so slimy, like, it's definitely a crunching sound that's going on in her jaw right now, like... Oh, yeah! Is that what that is? What is that? Is that, would, the, is that, like, the, the eyeballs or the salt? Like, the seas? The, the, the seasoning? Yeah, you would, think, you would think with what she, uh... With what, with what it looks oh, like, yeah. being so slimy and just... It wouldn't be so crunchy. I don't know what she's chewing on. What is that boy? And she's chewing that motherfucker up, dude. She's just chewing. Still chewing. What's inside? They don't have no bones. I mean, what's going on? Oh, you know what it is? She's got a pretty little yeah, mouth, like though. Yeah. <laughs> How's see. that breath after that? That breath. I mean, I'll try to do a play-by-play -play on the next on the next round of uh, slurpage, but she's still chewing, man. Yeah. She's working it from the left to the right. Jaw, masseter. Masseter muscle. Yep, but mastication going on. She's masticating, dude. Now she's looking over. She's looking over the uh, the daily offerings of sliminess. <laughs> dude, that's like a world record of chewing, man. She's still going. I feel like this is like almost fake. Like it's so long. Like what is there left to chew? <laughs> like. She the definitely did the recommended 32 bites. Like, it's she's crazy. She's still chewing. She goes on to chew for another, like, 30 seconds. Stop chewing already. Oh, my God. Wow. opens her mouth and shows her tongue well yeah because you chewed the fuck out of it there's nothing left I didn't see that now she's uh okay so I'll try the play by play so now she's tossing it around in the bowl she's pouring some dark creamy sauce all over it and evenly spreading the creamy sauce all over the plate 
taking a piece of it in between two sticks, letting it string out from below her lower lip. More chewing. <laughs> chewing, chewing. How are you going to chew like that and slurp at the same time? Dear Lord. All right, say say that is uh, that is our mukbang, man. Dang, that's our mukbang. What do you think of it? I mean, I didn't know we could say sauce, but I don't know. This this looks like this looks like if this is the good version, I imagine I can only imagine what mukbangs gone wrong would be like. How brave do you get? Because how do you know it's not gonna bite back? Mukbang, the bang that bites back. Mukbang, please. I'm all for it. All right, so if you could if you could match up your two best mukbangs, what would the mukbang be? I think it would be, uh, I would like to see I would like to see Andre the Giant eat the Godzilla burrito from what restaurant was that in San Jose? Yeah. San Jose, uh, that's iguanas that you're talking about. Iguanas like has a five see- pound burrito. If you finish it, it's free. I mean, it's whatever, dude. That'd be a fucked up mukbang. All right, so mukbang, fitness functional or fitness junctional? I think it's finished functional. You threw that one on me. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right, man. Let's it's keep it. Fitness functional because you never know what you're going to have to do, you know? You hear worse stories. People have to survive. So what one person's trash is another person's main dish like day. All right, man. Let's uh, <laughs> let's let's change gears here. Head back to the, yeah. to the lecture at hand. Um, All right, Stoke. We're going to... Um, we're going to bounce back and forth, man. I think it's time to, to not have a little debate, but we're going to throw out some things. Like we said earlier in the podcast, we're going to talk about some things found in your local health club that you know and love. And Cece and I are going to let you know if they are gimmick or no gimmick. All right, let's start with the ab rocker. Gimmick or no gimmick? Gimmick. Gimmick. Fuck yeah. Complete gimmick. You know what's fucked up about it, though, is that there are always hella people on them and people just waiting to use the ab rocker. All right. Yeah. In your words, why is it a gimmick for you? And then I'll explain why it's a gimmick for me. It's a fucking bent piece of metal, dude. Like, just because you bent it in a certain way that you could fucking make you feel like you're doing sit-ups easier, take the strain off your neck. You know, I mean, it's a crutch, dude. It's a gimmick, dude. Gimmick, bro. Yeah, for me, it's a gimmick simply because if you're not proportioned properly for that machine, there's a good chance you're never going to feel it anyway. And plus, you have handles, so you have no negative work going on. So you're not decelerating properly when you're rocking back into the ab rocker. You're just basically laying back down without deceleration because your hands are holding on to, like you said, the bent piece of metal. It's also a gimmick. Works good, works good as a footrest. Sorry, I don't want to cut you yeah. off. I'll buy it. You put, you I think actually, you put a footrest. I'm like, all right. With some of the clients that I've had, I've actually had them sit and rest their chin. Well, I put a towel over it, but I put a towel where people would put their feet. And I use it as a fucking massage chair because it's like perfect height to rest your hands and shoulders. But I see people do some wacky ass shit on it too, like kick their feet straight out, pull their feet in. Yeah, definitely. If, yeah. if you are using the ab rocker, please stop. Locate your nearest stop personal now. trainer. Just stop. That's right. <laughs> Wear a helmet where you walk around. <laughs> Wear a helmet. Oh, fuck. You're getting in trouble for that one. I didn't say that. You said that. Oh, wow. Uh, well, you got editing skills. <laughs> yeah. Find your, locate the nearest personal trainer. Ask him, what the fuck am I even doing? Uh, all right. Moving on. Next one. I don't know if you're familiar with these guys, but personal trainers seem to have a big old hard on for them. All they are is a little like paddle with a strap on it. And then underneath it, you have the multi-directional spinning wheels and it sounds like there's sand inside of it as you're moving it because it's supposed to be weighted for added resistance 
if those of you are familiar with them, it's called a core flight. I don't know it's, if you want to call it like a slider system. They're kind of like the little sliders. But here's the thing. Those things are crazy fucking expensive. I think they have a price tag on them of about $400 or so. And then there's a certificate. So you have to get certified in the core flight system. And it's you can strap them on. So you can strap these things onto your hands. You can strap them onto your feet. I mean, obviously, the way I'm describing it, you can kind of get uh, how I feel about them. But... Core flight, stabilization and balance and slider system, gimmick or no gimmick? Well, I mean, you kind of let it seem like it's a gimmick. I mean, you're kind of like saying this little piece of shit with the sand, <laughs> but I, I'm trying to I'm trying to look it up just to picture it to make sure I know what you're talking about. Yeah, core and, flight, uh, it's spelled C-O-R-E. What I'm, what I'm seeing is it helps you slide across your hand across the floor. Yeah. So it's and, almost because you see these little discs too, right? You see those yeah. little discs, and the you know discs pretty much do the same thing. The discs can do the same thing. And and, and I don't know if we're talking about lumping all these things into one product just to help, you know, no nope. label just, all of them. Just the core flights. My thing is, I'll go ahead and lead the way. I'll yeah, I'll yeah. say that I think it's a gimmick one because of the price tag. If you're gonna put out a product like that when you could easily use a slider or a glider in its place, that's a lot more affordable, a lot more accessible, easy to store. It doesn't take up fucking half your bag space to put these two gimmicky ass pieces of equipment in your bag. And then you're going to try to talk about how it's so revolutionary and so amazing. And I've used them. And honestly, there are more snags and more holdups in the product than there is fluidity. The gliders or the sliding little discs, they work a lot better. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's no strap, nothing strapping you to it. But you still get the same issue and they have, I don't know, yeah. they have this this challenge called a, a warrior angel challenge or whatever the bullshit move is where you have to. You're pumping me up, dude. I, I'm going to pump you up. You know, I'm already <laughs> going gimmick. I'm going definitely gimmick on this. But keep going, bro. You're going full it's gimmick. Like, <laughs> so they have gimmick, this challenge bro. called the warrior angel challenge where you put one, two on. So you put you put two core flights, one on each hand and then the other two core flights. So it's four total core flights. So you're basically hooked up to all fucking core flights. And you're having to like make a snow angel prone on the ground. So face down and you're swinging your hands back and forth or you start in a pike and then come out. It's the most like super over functional douchebag thing that you can ever see or try. It is. It is just fucking embarrassing. It is a gimmick. 100%. So I would say if you want to play with them, just know that you're getting yourself into a gimmick. Um, Yeah, man. I knew I was boosting you. Man, that's gimmick, bro. Like. I get it, right? You have sand on there, but I will say this. If you ever do push-ups on the sand and, like, the beach sand, it really is good because you can form your hand in different ways. It gives a yeah. perfect rep, body rep. But uh, like you said, like, even a slider, will, it, the, what it's promoting is uh, is different. You know what I'm saying? It's like gimmick all the way, dude. I mean, yes, shit. I, I want you – why don't you – why don't you slap a Brillo pad on the bottom of it and the fucking challenge is mop your floor, you fucking yeah. meathead? That would be there. selling way better. I'd be like, let me get that shit now. <laughs> I want to get that. That way at least I get a workout when I'm mopping my floor. Because I hate these mops. I got to be breaking them. We need to build a mop that is strong enough to handle the pressure that I go through to put on the damn floor to grease it up and, I mean, uh, you know, clean it up with the elbow grease. Uh, talking some muscle Yeah, mop. man, I, I would get that. Moving on. The Bosu ball. Now, these are actually pretty popular. A lot of people like them. Give uh, me. Bosu ball. Okay, there sorry, we go. Bro. All right, you go first. First, the Bosu ball. Um, I actually fucking use this though, but uh, you know, it, it, it's it's just because like it gets me interested. Like I like to do squats, and then like I like to 
go in the gym and look at myself in the mirror and stand on the Bosu ball and like do a variety of positions that I would just normally do like a squat. And then I would just go slow and try to balance. You know, I just pretend like, you know, like I'm trying to turn this way. Like I'll put myself in unbalanced, controlled environments, controlled, unbalanced environments, just just to increase my personal like I want the edge, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I feel like I feel like a bolster ball could help me get that controlled, unbalanced, stable environment. I don't want to vote gimmick, but dude, I'm just so I had a bad day, so it's a gimmick, dude. They're <laughs> trying to get your money, bro. Go you know, create your own controlled, unstable environments. Anyways, I have to be honest. I have I to be honest too. I I've used them as well, and and just like you, you know, you you try to go progression, regression with it, see what you can do, jump on it with one foot, do a pistol squat on yeah. it, whatever it is. I don't know. I'm going to have to say that this guy, the Bosu ball, is definitely a fitness gimmick. Uh, only what? in fact. Yeah. yeah. What? I, I don't know. I guess for the most part, if you are looking to get better balance, the best way to acquire your balance is to get good with what you got first and then maybe move on to more advanced things like the Indo board or something like that that gives you unstable flooring where you're having to control downward pressure. You know, that's actually, that's actually more transferable to like a surfboard. I don't know. I, th- I feel like the Bosu ball is definitely one of those gimmicks. And only, I guess, my hatred for it, and I don't really hate it, but one of the things that frustrates me about it is it's just a son of a bitch to store. And you have to have so mm-hmm. many of them. They take up so yeah. much space. I say have one at home. Oh, you're talking about gym-wise. I thought you meant at the house. We actually have one at home. I have one at home right now, and I see it every day. It's in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and it's just a fucking bitch to store, dude. I can't put it anywhere. Like, where the fuck do you put it? takes up so much space. Yeah, you got to make it part of your family almost. It's like, that's that's uh, my couch. That's my armoire. That's the Bosu ball. You can sit there, you know? Yeah. It's freaking A, man. You ain't lying about that. Yeah. They never, like, really go anywhere. Like, they're just no, they in don't. the corner. Under the bed, Like, maybe? where the fuck do these things go? Like, fuck, dude. They're always out of place. Under the bed, Shit, but nowadays, just a bunch of half balls. I like how you said that you called them half balls. A lot of guys <laughs> yeah. with a lot of guys with half balls aren't valued either. They're seen as fucking yeah. gimmicks too. You gotta have full <laughs> balls, man. All balls, not half balls. All balls. Come down, you can try them all. We have all the gimmicks down here at the gimmick. You know what I'm saying? You want to use a jazzer size? No problem. Come down here. Don't waste your own money on giving it to him. Even the air is fat-free. We pump in 110% oxygenated air into the gym so that you can last longer. Uh, so come on down. That's right. Not only will you have fat-free air, but for those of you who like half balls, full balls, we also got quarter balls there. So if you like a workout where you just sit on a quarter of a ball, we figured out how to do that shit at the one and only Jimmick. On top of it, all of our group exercise classes are taught by the one and only Maki Mak and his cousin Jizz. Where they're going to show you how to not only mack on all the fly ladies, but also end up in a hot tub filled with them. So <laughs> Something. Yeah. The gimmick, though. I like this idea, dude. Come down to the gimmick. Because there's an epidemic of gimmicks at the gimmick. At the gimmick. Ab rockers. We got 300 fucking ab rockers. Core flights. Motherfucker, we right. skate around on core flights. Everything we do has a core flight involved. You do bench press right. with core flights in your hands instead of gripping the barbell. You're going to have to figure out how to fucking balance that barbell on a goddamn core flight, motherfucker, with your core That's flights right. on your feet to the floor. Also, we even got core That's flights right. on all the bottoms of the machines. We don't even drill the machines into the ground. They're fucking sitting on core flights, so you got to figure that shit out, too. On top of it... Core flight, core flight treadmill. On top of it, at the gymmick, we got fucking BOSU balls, half balls, quarter balls, full balls. We got... This mutated three ball ball where there's three balls come together, fused in the center, and you got to work on it with fucking five people. Figure that shit out at the gymmick. 
Either way. That's right. If you want to upgrade, uh, a lot of times people uh, forget how to rest. So we got a sleep class. If you come in, we can just give you guys a nice uh, area to sleep, and it really helps you with your sleep. We have an instructor there who's certified uh, for uh, you know sleep aid and stuff like that, and uh, we can we can get you that going too down at the gymic here. That's right, and at the gymic. We have a fully certified staff of people that will whoop your ass if you don't reach your fitness goals. So whatever you write down on the paper, you want to lose 10 pounds. If you don't lose 10 pounds in the time we tell you to lose 10 pounds, our personal ass whooper, Bruiser Bobby, will come to your house and beat the shit out of you with a gimmick of your choice. BOSU ball, core flights, pre-court stretch chair. He'll bring it all and whoop your ass if you don't reach your fitness goals. So come on down to the gym. Where the first two pounds you lose is going to be the shit getting kicked out of you. (laughs) What the fuck are we doing? I don't know, man. I'm just going with it because I think the Jimmy. I think the Jimmy could actually go. Oh, yeah, it can. Jimmy but, could actually go, dude. It's the heat, dude. It's hot. The heat's getting to us. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So um, I think uh, I think that puts a bow on our gimmick episode. But you know, I would like to leave the listener today with just the knowledge that of a couple things about our show. One, this is not a soul fitness podcast where we're going to jump on a soapbox and let people know how everything's done properly, the right way how you should train, what's the best way to train. That's not what we're trying to do here, right? This is a podcast where we're going to entertain you. Nobody's safe from us throwing some shade. We're going to make sure we call everybody out and have some fun with it. Enjoy your fitness pursuit. Love the fact that you can move your body in any shape, way, or form or capacity and just love your body. Truly love your body for that. But always put your fitness goals and fitness needs first in any situation and figure out what your needs are. That's probably speaking to a trainer and also lead with your goals. I think that's the best way to do it. Just sometimes the only way to do it is to fucking do it. I just want to leave our listeners with the fact that a lot of fitness businesses and products will try to mislead you to pull money from you. Always go forth with great excitement, but also ask yourself, you know, is this really good for me? How do I figure out what's good for me and where do I go from there? All right. So so what would you like to leave our listeners with on this episode? Yeah. So I don't know, man. I mean, if I could just leave you with something in that's not a gimmick that's worked for me is I just feel what helped me out is a mindset. I talk in metaphors a lot for some reason, but it's like, you know, your body well enough to know that the muscles that we all try to exercise are made up of little tiny strands, dude. I look at like each muscle and each movement I do as these muscles working together and they're tiny little strands within the muscle, each muscle. So like if I'm doing a curl, there's a bunch of fibers in this muscle that I call the strands of muscle, each one of them. Okay, they're strands, they flex and they all make your nice muscle flex. Each one of those strands it's like a kid. It's like a child. So you literally have millions and billions of children that is makes up your body. So that's that's not a gimmick for me. I, I pretend each one of these muscle strands are a kid and they need to go to sleep and they need to go to school and I need to feed and clothe these kids. I need to take care of them like they're my own kids. Now, I don't have kids, but I used to work with kids, hundreds of them. So I know it takes a village to raise a child. So you do have to write the right environment. If you're out there by yourself, nobody cares about your fitness goals, you still got to raise these kids. If you flex the muscle, one of them's laying in bed and the other one's doing all the work, what would you do as a parent? But that parent to, the parental mindset for me, treating each muscle, not just each muscle, but each muscle strand as my child, you know, and that's just the beginning of it. To me, that's not a gimmick right there. And that's nothing you have to spend money on. It's just something you have to imagine a little bit. Makes a lot of sense. My muscles are not gimmicks. That's what I'm- and 
I only got one gimmick on my whole entire body, and for those of you that know, 60% of the time, it works. Every time. Oh, wow, <laughs> dude. That's going to do it for our show, man. That's going to wrap it all up. Uh, thank you all for listening. Say, say thank you for uh, another fun episode. It's always a fucking blast. I enjoy doing this with you. Oh, yeah. Join us on our next episode where we go into the dark side of sports and fitness. We cover PEDS, performance enhancing drugs. What would you like to enhance? Most people want to enhance their performance. Other people want to enhance their gimmicks. I would say if you're using synthetic products to do that, you're a freaking cheater and you need to stop. We're going to cover whether it's gas, gear, juice, sauce, whatever the fuck it is. It's cheating. Because we're going to highlight Lance Armstrong's fall from grace. And it's all going down. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Livestrong bracelets? How how fast did those fucking bracelets come off once that fool got popped? I I, kind of like never really paid attention. I was like, great, you can ride a bike. I swear. I feel like, whatever, dude. Whatever. (laughs) But then now you have this whole controversy. I'm like, what? This This fool's a sad. He's doing what he had to do. Next week's episode is guaranteed to entertain, thrill, possibly offend a lot of folks. So come on back. Uh, thank you once yeah. again for joining. For Seisei Liyua, the Polynesian Papa of Pump, the Lion <laughs> of the Islands, Big Body Say, I'm Hector Oliveira. And remember, everybody, if you don't got it, don't show it. Pow! Yo, what's up? It's the Monk D, Cock D. Home stretching routine. Got my cousin Jizz is about to demonstrate some stretches. We got the fly hundreds in the back. Mm-hmm. Pow! Let me tell you what Melvin's Toast is packing right here. I've right? got 411 Posi track out back, 750 double pumper, Edelbrock intakes, Ford over 30, 11 to 1 pop up pistons, turbo jet, 390 horsepower. We're talking some fucking. Must. Did you see any eyes?